This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Hey, happy Tuesday. How's everybody feeling? Hope you're doing all right. I think we're doing all right. If we're not, hey, we'll talk through it anyways. We've got two hours to kill on a Tuesday here on the Words Day Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network all over your radio dial. And then also online at 953theticket.com. We stream online. There and then, of course, you can also take us with you on the go. Download the Tune In app, search for K N E A, and you will be all set. If you want to shout at us today, easy enough, 870 930 3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And you can also get in touch with us via social media, facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us and on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. I did actually remember to put the hashtag in today's question. So you can find that also uh, at hashtag WDRZ. I am Kara. I am joined in studio today for this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors by producer Alex Galbraith. Yeah, happy Tuesday. Only one hour today, but happy to be here. Two hours tomorrow, though. Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow, uh, we've got something in the works for tomorrow that we're going to tell you about coming up in a little bit. But uh, we'll tell you what's going on today first. And uh, today, since it is Tuesday, it is going to um, involve a in-person chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. We're both, uh, he's not in Pensacola anymore. He's going to be with us in studio today. And that will come your way at 1.30. Of course, I imagine that we'll get caught up on the end of the A-State men's basketball season. And of course, uh, now a whole lot of baseball talk in store for the Red Wolves for for a while. And um, we'll talk some more baseball with you coming up in this noon hour, too. So that's the slate for today. And plenty to get into uh, between now and then. Of course, it is actually a midweek off for Arkansas State Baseball. No game today, no game tomorrow for the Red Wolves. In fact, uh, A-State idle until this weekend when uh, they play in a three-game series against Eastern Illinois. The Red Wolves still in the midst of that 12-game homestand and uh, still actually have four games remaining at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield before conference play begins on the road at Louisiana on St. Patty's Day, March the 17th. A-State's current record, by the way, 7-5. and five. Coming up this hour, we're kind of going to look. I know it's early and it's a small sample size and this, that, and the other, but we're, we're going to do a little bit, kind of a, a comparison at where A-State is at right now versus where they were at at this point in time last season. Uh, Meanwhile, though, ahead of the SEC tournament, the league announced its all-conference honors with a trio of Razorbacks earning recognition. Ricky Council IV, Anthony Black, both tabbed second-team All-SEC. Black also earned all-freshman honors. Devontae Davis was named to the league's all-defensive teams. In NBA on-court action, (laughs) the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be back at it tonight to wrap up a four-game road trip in L.A. against the Lakers. Of course, John Morant continues to be away from the team, but uh, we'll have that one here for you on the ticket. Your pregame at 8.30, your tip-off at 9 p.m. So that's uh, all of those things, uh, all those topics will get worked into the conversation today. But uh, the KavanaughCars.com question is not really about any of those. I want to know, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is your level of interest in the World Baseball Classic? World Baseball Classic is actually going to start up tomorrow. And 
it has been uh, a little bit of a um I had just my mind went blank on the word I was looking for completely, but uh, been a little bit on a, a hiatus. This event was supposed to happen in 2021. You know, it had happened every four years since it began in 2007, but due to the pandemic, they pushed it back to 2023. It is a 20 team field. Some of these teams are jacked <laughs> with talent, and now, uh, now this event is going to get cranking up tomorrow. They had two qualifying events last September, and it's about to be all go. This is an international baseball tournament, of course. It's sanctioned by the International Baseball Federation in partnership with MLB, and it is full of loaded teams. The United States of America is in Pool C, and the competition that we will be facing coming up in Phoenix, Arizona, is going to be Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. But all in all, there are four teams total that are absolutely loaded with talent. This is going to be the fifth installment of the World Baseball Classic. And we, Team USA, are the defending champions. I said a moment ago that uh, the event began back in 2007. But I was a year off. It was actually 2006. And they've kind of changed the schedule a little bit. They had it in 2006. When Japan won, then in 2009, Japan repeated again. 2013, it was the Dominican Republic. And 2017, it was it was us. Uh, the U.S. is considered to be one of the favorites for the event again this year. Along with some of the previous winners, like the Dominican Republic, like Japan. As uh, these teams are absolutely, again, as we mentioned, loaded with talent. Uh, now, Pool C, which again is is the pool that the U.S. is in. That competition is actually not going to start until March the 11th. But uh, the very first pool will get going tomorrow in Taiwan. And that pool includes Chinese Taipei, the Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. So those are going to be the first, very first action. Pool play, uh, round robin, double elimination tournament. And then you don't necessarily have to win your pool to advance, but you got to finish in the top two. And then it will become an eight-team Single elimination bracket. So this is kind of if you're um, if you're a World Cup fan, there are kind of shades of the World Cup and the World Baseball Classic, and that's clearly where uh, this uh, this event kind of took its inspiration with being a world event. Kind of took its uh, formatting uh, inspiration as well with pool play and then bracket play. So if you're if you're a huge soccer fan, then this is not anything wild in terms of how this is formatted. Um, there are some great, great, great teams uh, that are going to be playing in this. You look at, you know, the U.S. roster, and it's just loaded with uh, with guys that I know everybody is is pretty familiar with. Uh, of course, there is a ton of Cardinal representation, and in the infield for Team USA, you've got Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. Some of your outfielders include Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, you've got uh, some great pitchers. That are going to be involved for Team USA as well. A couple of familiar names, a couple more Cardinals, Adam Wainwright and Miles Michaelis, but then a couple of former Cardinals and Lance Lynn and, and Adam Ottavino. Uh, but uh, again, just loaded rosters throughout. And the U.S. is going to be considered one of the favorites, as is the Dominican Republic, whose offensive lineup is just flat out a murderer's row. <laughs> like it is stacked. Uh, they'll be looked at as, as a team that can compete for a title in this. But a lot of good times with uh, a lot of good teams with a lot of players that seem really excited about this. At one point in time, how long ago was it that, that baseball was an Olympic sport? 
teams and, and players, not not teams, but players used to have opportunities to represent their country in the Olympics. And it looks like the last year for that was 2020. And it's been really sporadic. They had baseball in the Summer Olympics in 2020. Uh, before that, it was 2008. So there haven't really been consistent uh, consistent opportunities for teams, for players, to represent their country uh, as a team. And so there's a lot of guys that work really quick to sign on with this for this opportunity. And now that's why you've got so many loaded rosters. All in all, uh, for the Cardinals faithful, 19 Cardinal players are on these rosters. Representing... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten different, eleven different countries. When you add in some of the minor leaguers as well, but all in all, thirteen, thirteen players from the forty-man roster are involved in this event, with an additional six minor leaguers that are going to be playing as well. So, uh, again, a lot of participation, a lot of great players, a lot of uh, opportunities for minor league players to step up now in camp with so many of these guys named World Baseball Classic rosters. But competition begins tomorrow. Again, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is your level of interest in the World Baseball Classic? We'll come back after this first break of the noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, and talk about a baseball team a little closer to home. As uh, Even without a game tonight, I'm going to get caught up on some A-State baseball. So that's what we'll, uh, we will turn our attention to out of the break. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. NEA Golf Cars reminds you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry-leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. You can imagine how happy we all were. My wife, our three kids, and I have found the perfect apartment to rent. My school is right down the block? (laughs) Yes, it is. Mommy, can we go to the park anytime we want? Anytime we want. So, you can imagine trying to answer all their questions after the landlord turned us down. What happened? Why can't we live there? Why not, Papa? What was I going to say? The landlord doesn't want families with kids in his building? We made a call to HUD and found out that being denied because we have kids is illegal. We got answers. We got help. And we got the apartment. If you think you've been discriminated against because of your familial status, race, color, religion, national origin, sex, or disability, call the HUD hotline, 1-800-669-9777. Or go to HUD.gov slash fairhousing. File a complaint. 
make something happen. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. I'll be honest. The first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend. Some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I, I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash women veterans. Welcome to the fastest growing place in the world. Population 115 million and getting bigger by the day. Easy to get to and almost impossible to leave. This is a place where you can eat like a king for as little as a dollar. Pizza counts as a vegetable and the food is simply to die for. Don't believe us? Just ask the friends and family of the 300,000 who did last year. Here, we've got the whole world in the palm of our hand, where folks spend an average of five hours a day on their mobile devices. You can even order fast food delivery through your video game console any time of day. And when it comes to nightlife, watch out, because there's a new city that never sleeps. With 24-hour fast food drive throughs and folks working around the clock, it's no wonder one in three people here can't sleep. This is a place we'd tell you to come and visit if you didn't already live here. Welcome to the state of America. Welcome to Obesity USA. To learn more, go to visitobesity.org. That's visitobesity.org. Brought to you by the Pennington Biomedical Research Foundation. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Day Red Zone. It's Kara and Alex hanging out in this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. On a scale of 1 to 10, what is your level of interest in the World Baseball Classic? That's our CavanaughCars.com question. You can weigh in at 9303776 on the Ride Fiber Hotline. I know a lot of times when there's events that aren't necessarily routine for us, like it's it's routine. To keep tabs on your team during the football season and the basketball season. And you know the stations to find them on and, and this, that, and the other. When it's something that is not a routine, a lot of times my interest level depends on how easy it is to access said games. If I have to download a special app or have a special subscription or if I have to do anything that is significantly out of the norm for me to be able to access the game and access the content, then my interest level drops considerably. I am hoping that, you know, a lot of these games involving Team USA are, are going to be uh, easy to access. In terms of the, the primary carrier of these games, they're going to be on Fox. Fox and FS1 and FS2, but also to be in Fox Deportes. 
You can find highlights and stuff like that. Uh, condensed games at MLB.com, WorldBaseballClassic.com, and uh, MLB Network and MLB app. But like, if I again, if I have to like download multiple different apps and and if these games are going to be at awkward times and if it's just hard to find it's just uh, i don't think it will be though so i have high hopes at least in terms of uh watching team usa it also helps that you know unlike some other international events that we've seen lately with the world cup and in the olympics the u.s starts pool plate you know in in arizona so is there a time difference from Jonesboro? Yeah, but not much. <laughs> so so you're not talking about having to get up and watch games at like 8 o'clock in the morning or stay up because they're not getting underway until 1 a.m. or anything like that. Uh, from, from a timing standpoint, from an ease of access standpoint, should be okay regarding these games. And I know that personally that, that helps me a lot. Cardinals, by the way, underway today in spring training. We'll throw out some updates coming up later. Uh, as they are facing the Tigers, and it's going to be another day of a lot of, you know, Cardinal minor, minor leaguers that maybe I'm not as familiar with, but but that's all right. We said we'd talk about some baseball closer to home, so let's dive in a little bit. I thought it'd be a good time to kind of pause and compare A-State baseball right now to what they were doing last year. Again, there's not a midweek game, uh, so... I don't have, you know, an apples-to-apples statistical comparison to 2022, but I feel like I have one that is that is kind of close because, you know, so far this season, of course, A-State baseball has played 12 games. They are 7-5, and five, and I went back and found some game notes from last year where they had played 11 games and were 4-7. and seven. Now, I know it's not exactly gripping radio to sit here and read statistics off a page, so I'm not going to sit here and go through like every single last one, but I will throw out some of the ones that that caught my eye. It is not, um, it also is not, you know, a complete apples to apples comparison from a scheduling standpoint. I do feel like this year's schedule a little bit easier than what A-State started off with last year because basically, you know, A-State opened the season against Samford last year, which was a team that ended up uh, doing all right before it was it was all said and done. At least they finished with an RPI just a little outside of the 100, uh, 100 but but this year, you know, instead A-State replaced them on the schedule with UAPB, who is is not going to have a good year. They're going to have a tough schedule and, and the lower RPI. So, again, this year's schedule is a little bit easier. But six of the opponents through 12 games this year were some of the first six opponents that A-State faced last year. Or, excuse me, not necessarily six opponents, three opponents that equal out to six games played. So, it's again, it's not a perfect comparison, but it's not a bad one when you look at this team. And you want to see the growth from last year. Now, kind of one more disclaimer to throw out before we start throwing out a lot of numbers. And I've said this already a lot, and you guys know this as well. Last year's A-State baseball team was bad. That was a bad season. That It was just, if you could forget it, if you just erase it from the memory, or erase it from the record books, erase it from the stats, that's fine. Unfortunately, you can't do that. And And it was a struggle. So... In theory, there was nowhere to go but up this year because last year set a very low bar. But all of that being said, I am encouraged by what A-State has done so far this season. They have improved in the areas they needed to improve, which was, to be honest, all of them. And so far, we've seen uh, some better outputs. As we mentioned, A-State has a 7-5 and five record. Whew. It took until April 15th. 
April 15th. That's six weeks from now. It took that long last year for A-State to pick up its seventh win of the season. So in terms of just pure pure wins and losses, A-State has started significantly better than they did in in 2022. And that is a, a astronomical difference. So most importantly... You have got just a better win-loss record. But, again, as as mentioned, A-State has been able to show statistical comparison a little bit everywhere. Because, let's face it, this team had to get better offensively. They had to get better pitching-wise. They had to get better defensively. So... They have, so far, been able to do that. A big, big hat, uh, hat tip to Caleb Garner of Arkansas State Sports Information, who just sent me uh, the stats from, I just had stats through 11 games. He actually sends me stats through the first 12 games of last year. So now we can have a little bit of even better comparison. And through 12 games last year, again, A-State was uh Four and eight. And as you can imagine, uh, a lot of the stats here, not not really pretty when you haven't been winning a lot. And so we'll go through some of the numbers that jump off the page at me. Um, Hitting-wise, this team is better just all over the place. <laughs> uh, and, and what I mean by that is the, the average is better. The... On base percentage is better. The slugging is better. This team is drawing more walks. Uh, This team is stealing more bases. They're just kind of doing everything better. And again, not to read numbers off a page, but we're going to do that anyways. The the batting average is about 20 points higher at this point in time this year than it was last year. So the additional numbers of on base percentage and slugging also around 20 to 25 points higher as well. This team is hit a significantly larger amount of doubles this year than they did last year. In fact, A-State is is one of the national leaders in doubles. Cody Darcy just doubles for days. In fact, uh, he's got more doubles so far. And had to begin to Caleb Garner for this note. He's got more doubles so far this season than 11 teams do. So more doubles by himself than 11 Division I teams do so far this season. He's tied Uh, the double output of four other squads. So this team is hitting more extra base hits. This team has also drawn more walks than last year's squad. Now, the the one kind of negative mark when you're comparing this year so far to last year, this team has struck out more, and that's something that's going to have to get better because they are going to face some significantly tougher pitching once they get to conference play. So that's a number that does need to be cut down. It's not all perfect. It's not all wonderful. That is something that has to improve. In terms of, you know, kind of offensive notes, the one thing that really gets my attention is A-State stolen bases. A-State stole 14 bases last year. All of last year. And so far this season, they've already stolen 12. Been thrown out three times. So while the percentage is the same last year, 80%, you're stealing bases at an 80% clip based on your attempts. Clearly, they are much, much better at this. 
this year than they were last year, which again was just uh it was it was it was not good. You want to talk pitching statistics for a moment? Uh in uh you know, you go through twelve games this year, last year, and A State had actually pitched a few bet uh, a few more innings. But the thing here that just, just leaps off the page at you when you're comparing is is the ERA. Sometimes you go back and, and look at the numbers and it continues to kind of catch you off guard just how much this team struggled pitching last year. I mean, twelve through 12 games of the season last year, the team ERA was almost 8. You had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 different pitchers who had ERAs north of 8. It was, it was it was tough. It was really tough. That ER the A this year is five and a half. Could that get better? Yeah, you want it to, right? But a significant step this year in the right direction. Of course, that means just about any other number that you could look at pitching wise is also significantly better. This team this year is has walked a significantly fewer amount of batters than last year through 12 games. They've struck out a few more batters than last year through 12 games, and that's in in a few more innings. The batting average allowed is lower. The on-base percentage allowed is, is lower. They've thrown fewer, or they've thrown uh, fewer wild pitches than last year. They've hit fewer batters than last year. But I think out of all these things that we've gone through so far, the thing that really gets my attention is the defensive play. We've mentioned a few times before that A-State finished absolutely dead last last year in double plays turned. 13 in the entire 2022 season. I think they've already matched that this year. So needless to say, that means that you know, there have been uh, also, you know, looking overall, there have been fewer errors committed. The fielding percentage is higher. There's half as many unearned runs allowed at this point in time than last year. So just every single place you could possibly look, this team is statistically better than in 2022. Again, it was a low bar. But you're seeing the improvement that you need to see. Now, there's still big, big, big steps this team has to take to go from being improved to, you know, actually good or able to compete with some of these incredible teams they're going to face in the Sun Belt. But at least it is trending in a positive direction. So hopefully we'll see more of that this weekend when A-State returns to the field against Eastern Illinois for a three-game set. A quick note on something coming up next week. Next Tuesday, March the 14th, at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield. We'll be Bark at the Park. So go ahead and go somewhere and scoop up your little doggy bandana or <laughs> make sure you've got that A-State leash or uh, just get your, your pup ready to go. Crash Davis is excited. I've already told him about it. We do need to brush up a little bit on our leash manners because uh, somebody... And yes, I do mean myself. Somebody was really lazy this winter in terms of walking the dog. So uh, we got, uh, I, I don't know if, if Crash Davis is necessarily going to be in mid-season form 
in terms of uh, being able to be- behave himself at the time, but we're going to cross our fingers anyways and hope for the best. <laughs> uh, if you see us next Tuesday, I will be the one with the giant black dog. He is very hard to miss, but we're excited for Bark at the Park. Uh, a couple of football news and notes to, to catch up on just quickly. Again, do want to remind everybody that uh, tomorrow we're going to be on location. Actually, I said remind people. I don't even know if I mentioned this yet. Tomorrow, for the Workday Red Zone, I'm not going to be in studio. We're going to be on location at the Centennial Bank Athletics Operations Center getting you ready for A-State football on the eve of spring camp. Butch Jones is going to have a press conference at 1 o'clock that we will carry live here on the ticket so you can get up to speed on this team. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to bring you some interviews in that noon hour as well to help you get your, your game face on for spring camp. I am not going to lie. I hope everybody in the facility tomorrow has on a name tag. And I say that only half-jokingly. Uh, of course, uh, A-State did announce a, a 36-man signing class on February the 1st. And, and of those 36, 15 are on campus. They are participating in spring camp. So I got uh, I got a lot of learning to do over the next couple of days until spring camp kicks off on, on Thursday. So kind of crossing my fingers there. We'll, we'll see how it goes if I get everybody figured out between now and then. But again, live tomorrow on the A-State campus, getting you ready for spring camp. Butch Jones at 1 o'clock for his press conference. Hey, let's step aside. Um, I don't think I see New Grizzlies news from today, but there was some Grizzlies news that came out last night uh, after we were off the air, and I want to get caught up on that. So that is on the way next. Keep it here with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Corn prices up, most other crops down. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 6.46 and three quarters, up two and a quarter, with May corn at 6.37 and a half, up a half. March soybeans at 15.27, down 14, with May soybeans at 15.20 and a quarter, down eight and three quarters. March wheat at 6.82 and a half, down 13 and a quarter. May wheat at 7.03, up seven and three quarters. March cotton at 83.12, down 174, with May cotton at 83.15, down 156. May rice at 16.61, down 33, with July rice at 16.81 and a half, down 39. Moving on to livestock now. April live cattle 165.57 and a half down 52 and a half. June live cattle 167 and a half down 72 and a half. March feeder cattle 19207 and a half unchanged with April feeder cattle 19842 and a half down 17 and a half. April lean hogs at 8420 up 72 and a half with May hogs at 9275 down 30. That's your EAB noon market report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart to stay local. Farmers and Merchants Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas's ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Not all soils are created equal. To a farmer, that's nothing new. Different parts of your field yield differently. Advertising shares a lot of similarities. There are more choices than ever about where to put your advertising dollars. A recent survey shows farmers rely on radio for their ag news almost five times as much as social media. 
To use another metaphor, farm radio is the best soil for planting those seeds of advertising. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive-thru is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Get your ride knockout pretty again with TKO Mobile Detail. Cody at TKO Mobile Detail will come to you, and he'll bring a clean that you haven't seen since your ride was brand new. There's no need to get out and fight the traffic. TKO Mobile Detail comes to you. TKO offers everything from a wash and rinse all the way up to a full inside-out detail. From motorcycles to big rigs, TKO will knock you out with how clean your ride will be. Call Cody at TKO for a free estimate. 870-284-2524. That's 870-284-2524. Need health insurance now? Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield's limited duration plans provide affordable coverage designed to cover you for the length of time you need it. You don't have to wait to shop for health insurance. You can apply for these policies at any time. Call Woody Harrelson at 870-897-5000 or come see Woody at 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent for Arkansas Blue Cross, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. Plans available only to residents in Arkansas. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Alex as we continue along here in this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, who, by the way, you can ring up at 870-972-0180 to find out what they can do for your office. I love our office at at EAB. I I love my job here, but not going to lie. You know, sometimes you get like a new seat and you can just, just feel better about your day. Comfortable. You don't have to slouch. Because then if you slouch, then you get home at the end of the day and, like, your shoulders are all wonky. And it's just, you know, set, your, set yourself up for a good day. Reach out to David Martin Office Interiors, 972-0180. Uh, where are we at here? Let's, let's get caught up on the Grizzlies. Um, let me get, like, one over dramatic sigh out of me before we start with this. <sighs> because it just, <laughs> I cannot. When is the last time we talked about good Grizzlies news? That question was kind of rhetorical, but I also would kind of like an answer because I, I don't remember. I genuinely do not remember. Was it all the way back in early January when they were on their win streak? Has there been any good news for the Memphis Grizzlies since like January the 15th? It feels like that's when things kind of started to go off the rails was mid-January. And there has been literally nothing good that has happened since then. Right when we were signing off yesterday... 
was when you started to see reports that what would be up next for John Morant would be an actual police investigation based on the Instagram video that Morant posted uh, while he was in Denver. So he's being investigated by police in Glendale, Colorado, and that was confirmed by the Colorado police. Uh, Their police captain, Jamie Dillon, told the AP on Monday that they did not receive any calls or complaints about Morant, but had to start looking into the situation after hearing about the video. They have open carry laws for firearms, but those laws are, quote, regulated by local, county, and municipal authorities. I apologize, but I'm not up to speed on my Glendale, Colorado gun laws, but clearly he potentially ran afoul of something here. Of course, the NBA rules are also uh, potentially a big sticking point here, but we'll get caught up on those here in in just a moment so that news came out right when we were were signing off so it was like all right you know team investigation nba investigation police investigation great great but then there was also additional news that came out last night uh regarding john morant the grizzlies and it was that just uh the night before the night before that denver game and and that uh subsequent uh instagram live there was a players-only meeting led by the team's, like, only veteran, <laughs> Stephen Adams, where John was basically called out for his behavior. Um, just to refresh, you know, Stephen Adams is, is the elder statesman of that, that Grizzlies team. He is 29 years old. There are, there are no olds on the Grizzlies. Again, he is, he's the old guy at 29. But, you know, Adams has been in the league for a while. At this point in time, he played what, like one year of college? So he's been in the league for like a decade. And so it was reported yesterday by Sean Strania and several other NBA insiders that basically Steven Adams called Morant out without using his, his name. Basically trying to make it a team message, but a message that was clearly directed at Jaw. And that message that he delivered to the team was that Memphis just needed to do better about staying focused during road trips. So no more going out while this team was on the road. And unfortunately, that message did not hit home. Um, I have said, you know, on this show that that in the offseason, I'd like to see Memphis bring in more of a veteran presence. But I've also said recently that that the person here at the root of these problems is John Morant. Clearly, the Grizzlies have tried to intervene here. His teammates have tried to intervene here. And it fell on deaf ears. Because, again, this was this was something that just happened. A, a day before, two days before, John went to the club and, and flashed a piece. So, I mean, now what? I guess, you know, worst case scenario, the Grizzlies could just have Steven Adams babysit John Morant for the rest of the season. We've seen him pick up, who was it that he picked up? Bradley? We've seen Steven Adams pick up very large humans and just physically move them. I have no doubt that he could just pick up John Morant and carry him out of a club if he needed to. But of course, I, I know and you know that that's, that's silly, that's foolish, that would never happen. I'm sure, I don't know what Stephen Adams does in his free time other than go to New Zealand and fight with wild animals while he's barefoot 
that is actually a real story out there. I'm not just making that up. But, like, he's not paid to be a babysitter. This is 100% on Ja. And you really hope with this downtime, Ja is actually using this to, to reflect like he should. What I do find interesting about last night's story, though, is the fact that the Grizzlies are now leaking this. There, somebody that is an insider with that organization or a player actually went to the media yesterday and say, hey, look, we tried. And that's how that story came out. So now you've got other people in that organization spilling the beans, being like, hey, we're doing what we can. And Josh just continuing to do what he wants. By the way, there is a game tonight. And by the way, the Grizzlies still have some significant issues they need to work out in terms of playing on the road and in terms of closing out in the fourth quarter. Their issues right now are multifaceted. <laughs> Let's go to the Right Fiber Hotline and catch up with Zach. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. What's going on with you guys? Uh, what's the hot topic today? The uh, rise and downfall of John Morrell? No, I mean, it's something we're, it's, it's not the question of the day. Uh, the question of the day, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your level of interest in the World Baseball Classic? Oh, uh, wow. I'm going to say probably uh, a 4. Okay. Right now. Uh, now, if you ask my dad, he might say a 10. My dad will sit there and watch any kind of baseball all day long. Yeah. You know. But uh, as far as Ja goes, has he started his two-game absence from the uh, Grizzlies yet? Yes. Uh, who did they play Sunday night? So Sunday they played the Clippers. Um, so he did not play in that game because all of this news broke on Saturday. So that was game one. Tonight is game two. However, you know, Taylor Jenkins and ha- has been very clear that it was a minimum two games that he would be away. So I don't know wow. if I necessarily feel confident about seeing him in uniform. I think Thursday is their next game after tonight. I don't I don't know. I I I just I don't know. Yeah. I mean you would have thought after the whole life reporting thing and you know, uh with uh, his his buddies being investigated uh there in Memphis and then all that stuff that came out what last week or week before about the uh, the mall the mall uh cop and then the, the teenager he got into an altercation with his residence you would have thought that would have been the tip of the iceberg right i mean you would have thought yeah he's gonna ruin it for the city of memphis because how often does the city of memphis does that franchise does a player like john Morant land in memphis well i mean a player of that caliber john Morant, a player of that caliber has not landed in Ever. <laughs> not in Memphis ever, but there's multiple organizations that have not had players like that. A legitimate superstar that was poised to be the face of the NBA. Right. I mean, he, We're talking he, about, yeah, our, our Memphis Grizzlies right in our backyard. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, he's on the verge of blowing a big Nike deal. Toad Nike just signed him to a big-time deal. And Powerade. He became the first wow. Powerade spokesman in, like, five years. They had not partnered What's with an try, individual athlete. To get a, What's he trying to do to get a, uh, an endorsement with a, with a Glock 9? I don't know. He's just be, he's he's he is just he's just making foolish decisions. I mean, does he want to be a, a rich millionaire, a rich athlete, or a broke thug? I mean, I don't know very many thugs that are rich. You know, I mean, you know, look at what all that stuff did for Tupac Shakur back in the day. He was already a, a multi-millionaire artist, and he tried living that thug life, and look what it did for him. You know, Jaws, rich, successful athlete. He don't need to be around that kind of element. I don't. Is he trying to? Is it a tough guy act? Are we supposed to be impressed? Is he? I mean, what's? I don't. I don't Kara, he's got a what? I don't. I don't know. Daughter? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. Hey, hey, hey! 
I don't. Well, I don't know, you know what is at the heart of this motivation. Nobody does, and that's why it's so baffling because he has so much to lose and so little to gain. It makes no sense, does it? No. I heard Stephen Adams was not very happy about it either. I heard Stephen Adams said something about you. You guys need to be in y'all's hotels when we're on the road. Don't need to be out partying here and there at nightclubs where you can get in. You know, you get into trouble. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they had a players-only meeting that where where he addressed the team about just uh, being more focused on on the road because honestly, like not just John, the Grizzlies have not played well on the road. Period. So well, no, they haven't. So that could be, but yes, it was it was mainly directed at. at John well, Ray. I don't want it to be a domino effect, and you know, because John's supposed to be the the on the court leader, but he hadn't shown very good leadership with uh, how he's acted as of late. But uh, why couldn't this have happened back in October, November? You know, it's, it's happening right here down the home stretch, right before playoff time. You couldn't have picked a worse time for this crap to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyways, kind of kind of aggravating, but I hope uh, hope somebody talks to him and tells him how you get your head on straight. We we got we got to be focused. We got a, a shot to make a deep run in the playoffs this year. We, you know, we don't want to digress. Hey, clearly, clearly, multiple people have talked to him. He has to listen. Yeah, he does. He does. I don't. You know. Yeah. Hopefully, it registers. But, uh, anywho, hey, happy birthday to uh, Walter White, a.k.a. Brian Cranston. He is 67 years old today. Um, go get a chance. Play the Breaking Bad uh, theme song. Thanks, guys. See you, Zach. Hey, one thing that, that, is, that you know, does have to, to be mentioned, and you, you hate it, but it's, you know, you in every situation in life... <laughs> Not just in sports, but in life. I, I, I hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. The worst case scenario here for the Grizzlies is bad, 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 bad. Um, of course, Grizz, this video happened while, while John Morant was on the road in Denver. And so the big question there of that video is, did he bring in the gun himself? Was it somebody else there on the scene, or was that his gun? And if so, did he transport the gun? It is in the CBA rules that bringing a firearm firearm onto a team plane is an automatic 50-game suspension. So if the NBA finds evidence of that, well, season's over. It was fun while it lasted. Rebuild for 23-24. Hope Jaw gets his head out of his butt. Again, that's the worst case scenario, but it is a scenario, and it's a scary one. Uh, we'll have, <laughs> at some point in time, maybe, the conversation surrounding the Grizzlies will shift back to what they're doing on the court. Maybe it'll be tonight, probably not, but they are playing in L.A., and uh, <laughs> that game's going to tip off right here on the ticket. Pre-game coverage at 8.30. Let's step aside. One more break to take in this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. We'll come back right after this here on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. With the NFL Combine dominating headlines this past week, the league's upcoming free agency has been forgotten. This year's class, previously viewed as underwhelming, but with 13 teams still projected over the cap next season, this year's free agent class could be significantly improved this week. Teams still have to make room for free agents and rookie contracts, and that leaves plenty of veterans on the outside looking in. Just look at what happened over the last couple of days. There are reports that running backs Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon could be on their 
their way out. The Minnesota Vikings cut former All-Pro Eric Kendricks. The Rams parted ways with six-time All-Pro Bobby Wagner. L.A. has allowed star receiver Allen Robinson to seek a trade, and Jalen Ramsey could be on the way out. That's a lot of talent available for teams looking to contend next season. With nearly half the league still projected over the cap and just eight days remaining until negotiations are allowed to begin, this year's free agent class has the potential to get even better. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. You know our partners, TireRack.com. You know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tired decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of BF Goodrich tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the Jones World Sanitation Director, Patrick Portois. We hear the excuses all the time. We don't recycle because it's too much work or we don't know what to do. But here's Mitchell to tell you all about it. It's easy to recycle and it's good for Arkansas, too. Jones World Sanitation picks up your recyclables twice a month, and we even sort it for you. Blue recycle bins are available for only $25. Jones World residents call 870-932-3042. That's 870-932-3042. Or click the Jones World Sanitation page at jonesworld.org. Jonesboro, it's time to reduce, reuse, and recycle. It's your lucky month at Local Tire and Wheel. Save some green the entire month of March, as Local Tire and Wheel is taking $150 off any set of tires. I mean, you don't need the luck of the Irish, and you don't need a lucky rabbit's foot because everyone saves green this month at Local Tire and Wheel, where we're changing the way you buy your tires. With easy payment plans to fit every budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. And the best prices in town on the tires you require and the wheels you desire. Local Tire and Wheel realizes that most of us don't budget for tires, but when we need them, we need them. So get the tires you need today with easy payment options and six months, same as cash. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you six months to pay? Plus all Local Tire and Wheel Deals include roadside assistance in our road hazard protection program. It's your lucky month. Save some green the entire month of March as Local Tire and Wheel is taking $150 off any set of tires. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all, with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security, bank better. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. 
Last segment here in this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Hey, I want to follow up on something that we actually just mentioned in the previous segment when we were talking about the worst case scenario for John Moran. Uh, I mentioned in the previous segment that uh, an NBA bringing a a firearm on an NBA plane is an automatic 50 game suspension. Uh, I got that information from Mark Stein, who is a longtime well known. NBA insider and so those were his comments Stein however within the past five minutes has actually stated that he incorrectly said that on a podcast that he was on earlier today so while it is a big violation of NBA rules and it does subject the player to discipline it is not a specific suspension that will come with this violation now The suspension link is imposed. The suspension link is imposed at the commissioner's discretion. So it could still be significant if he did, in fact, have that firearm on a plane. But, again, per Mark Stein, it is not necessarily automatically going to be 50 games. So kind of better? Hopefully better? I mean, I'm still nervous. <laughs> Look, if he still, still though, if he had a firearm on the plane, if he had a firearm at the Nuggets facility, like he's still getting hit with a significant suspension. Just because it's not 50 games does not mean that it won't probably torpedo the Grizzlies season. I mean, we're 20 games away from the playoffs. So still scary. I just, I guess my hope now is that just the NBA, the police, every, all the investigations hopefully get wrapped soon. And then we see what's next after that. We'll find out. Alex, any interest in the upcoming World Baseball Classic? Honestly, not too much. Yeah. I mean, being honest with you, I'm, I'm more focused on just like the uh, on opening day, which is coming up, I know, at the end of the month. So, um I mean, I'm a baseball fan, but I'm mostly focused on college and MLB, nothing much outside of that. I probably should broaden my horizons, though. I mean, maybe it's one of those things that, like, if it's on, maybe you should just well, that's true. check out an inning or two. I, I won't lie, when when, uh, when COVID was going on, you know, and all the sports were shut down, I think there was, like, Korean baseball that yeah, would come yeah, on, yeah. like, yeah. three in the morning. And sometimes I'd watch some of that just to get a sports fill. So, you know, if it's on, maybe I'll, maybe I'll be able to check it out. I want to give you grief, but I don't know how much of it I'll watch it. I mean, I do want to say go Team USA. Oh, for sure, yeah. But we'll see. We'll, we'll follow that when it starts in a couple <laughs> days. Go. Alex, thanks for your help today. Got it, guys. See you tomorrow. And that wraps up our noon hour, brought to you by David Martin, Office Interiors. We've still got an hour to go. It's going to include a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz at 1.30, and so much more. Hope you keep it right here with us for more of the Workday Red Zone after this on the Ticket Radio Network.
is Will Oswald with your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Plans and Tire Service. No midweek baseball this week for Arkansas State, but the Red Bulls go into the weekend series with East Illinois as one of the top teams in the nation in one NCAA stat. The Red Bulls with 36 doubles in their first 12 games. That's tied for second in the nation with VMI. Three back of the national leaders, North Carolina State. And shortstop Cody Darcy has nine of those doubles by himself. That's best in the NCAA stats. Blake Burris in a big tie for 18th with six two-baggers on the year. Arkansas meets Army on the diamond for the first time in college baseball today on Military Appreciation Day at Bomb Walker Stadium. First pitch at 3 o'clock. In softball last night, the sixth-ranked Razorbacks fell to UCA 2-1. to one. The Bears scoring twice in the sixth to get the win. And the Grizzlies wrap up their road trip out west, taking on the Lakers tonight pregame here on the network at 8.30. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is committed to serving their banking customers as well as the communities where they live. And that's why we've invested in a new local call center located in our main office that not only provides FNBEA customers with access to real-time support for their banking needs, but also creates opportunities for more East Arkansans to come work with the region's largest independently owned bank. As your hometown bank for 135 years, we're offering convenience and commitment to all our many loyal customers. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. And take advantage now of all 40-year warranty metal for just $250 per foot while supplies last. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418. 0790. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Visiting with A-State Baseball's John Hoskin about how he became a catcher. I couldn't feel the ground ball to save my life. Seven, eight years old, couldn't get a glove on it, nothing. So I was like, Dad, I want to catch. It's like, son, your knees are going to be bad when you get old. Like, you don't want to catch. It's like, I want to catch. Been back there ever since. You started catching just to keep from fielding ground. That's right. All right. Couldn't, couldn't do it. <laughs> it's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. While serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. The fighting was so intense, the medevac chopper was barely able to land. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and talk with kids about dealing with life's struggles. I tell them, with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. EAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. I know that some struggles are big and some are small, but they're all struggles, and you have to learn to get through them. With support from DAV, more veterans like me can live their best life. And as a new father, I have one more reason to keep on keeping on. My victory is being there for the next generation. Adam Alexander, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Workday Red Zone. We made it halfway through our day on a Tuesday, which means we've done a little bit of a personnel change. Camera Richie still really here with you for hour two, but also want to welcome in Ryan James to the program as he takes over producer duties for Alex Galbert. How's it going? Doing going all right. You doing all right? I think so. Okay. Pretty good day. Yeah. Out. It's not looking like it's going to be throughout the rest of the week, but enjoying <laughs> it while it's here. You know? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, no doubt. It could be. It could be a little dicey. Later on this week, I guess it means I probably need to look at the the weather forecast. I'm uh, excellent about looking at the weather forecast every day and then immediately forgetting it. Yep. And then it's kind of one of those things. It's like, all right, is it raining? Well, let's walk outside. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay, it is. Cool. Is a rain jacket in the car? Nope. All right. Well, I screwed up. Uh, It is going to get a little chillier over the course of the next couple of days. But hopefully it'll be able to clear up enough this weekend that they'll be able to get three in at the Tom. It should be at least a really nice Friday night, partly cloudy and 60 degrees. So fingers crossed there. We do have a baseball CavanaughCars.com question today, although it's kind of a little bit of a different kind of baseball. I want to know, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is your level of interest in the World Baseball Classic? We will actually have some games coming up uh, really soon. In fact, tomorrow is when that is going to get underway. Now, Team USA will not play until the 11th so that will not be coming up until Saturday but it'll start with some bracket play in pool a uh, coming up tomorrow and uh, again pool c which is the one that team USA is in will begin play on March the 11th that'll run through March the 15th then after that you know looking ahead to on down the line uh If Team USA makes it to the quarterfinals, that would be March 17th and 18th in Miami. The semifinals will be played on the 19th and 20th. And then the championship game, March 21st in Miami. So, of course, fingers crossed that Team USA has a really deep run in this. They have a, you know, pretty good roster, but, well, a lot of teams in this have a really good roster. There's some familiar names managing as well. Yadier Molina is the manager for Team Puerto Rico. So, pretty cool stuff. All around. Uh, again, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your interest level in the World Baseball Classic? That's today's KavanaughCars.com question. We'll see if we have time to throw that in on the conversation when Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, joins us coming up at 1.30 uh, today. But do you want to throw out another reminder about tomorrow? I need to tell this to Ryan James as well. I meant to tell him during the break and I forgot. But tomorrow we're going to be live on location at the Centennial, Banks at- Centennial Bank Athletics Operations Building. For Spring Camp Eve, uh, Butch Jones is going to be going through a press conference at 1 o'clock. And we will carry that here on the ticket. 
so you'll be able to hear from him hopefully in that noon hour we'll have some guests that will join us as well that will help everybody you know help get our game faces on for what's coming up with spring camp for the red wolves there's going to be uh 15 practices that this team will hold all leading up to the pack day spring game which by the way you might as well go ahead and put this in your calendar that is saturday april the 15th and that game will kick off at 2 15 p.m so that is what we're going to be looking forward to. And again, uh, this time tomorrow, we'll be hearing from Butch Jones about what this team is going to look like in the spring. Um, I, I guess I do need to get up to speed on the storylines that are not just all about the newcomers. <laughs> Although, there certainly are a very, very large amount of newcomers. So that will be talked about multiple, multiple times coming up tomorrow. But again, that's tomorrow. Uh, a lot to continue to talk about today i love this time of year because you find yourself watching games that you maybe teams that you're not used to following just because they're on like we finally got his tv put in the the ticket studio and so right now i am watching loyola chicago battle with saint joe's and i'm not really sure why because neither one of these teams are very good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but it's on, so I'm going to watch it. But of course, uh, more and more teams getting close to or in fact uh, already punching their tickets for the NCAA tournament. We saw the Raging Cajuns able to do that last night in the Sunbelt Conference as they topped South Alabama 71-66. to And a uh, good run there for the Cajuns. And uh, that was that was a game that just went back and forth. I did not watch all of it. I think I watched the entire second half. And it was a good back and forth contest where ultimately the Cajuns were able to come out on top. South Al did lead that game at the half. But at the end of the day, this was probably about the best thing that, that could have happened uh, in terms of the two teams that were remaining. You know, the Jags were at eight seed, and the Cajuns, of course, were the two. And the Sun Belt has had, you know, kind of a an, an issue getting some of its higher seeded teams into the NCAA tournament. Uh, last year, it was three seed Georgia State who ended up winning the league. The year before that, it was not just four seed. But for East, the, the league still had divisions in 2021 because they had all that wonky scheduling due to COVID. So it wasn't just a four seed. It was a four seed from the East. It would have been like the 10 seed that went out and, and won the tournament in 2021. There was not, of course, a, a tournament in 2020 due to COVID, but it was one seed in 19, two seed the year before that, six seed the year before that. So again, it's been a struggle to get some of the top teams in the Sun Belt too. The big dance, and because of that, we haven't necessarily seen a lot of great seeding for the league in previous years. Last year, Georgia State was the 16th seed, and they got waxed by Gonzaga. The year before that, App State was the 16th seed. They didn't even make it past the play-in round. They lost to Norfolk State. I cannot find that on a map. There's not a state actually named Norfolk. Uh, 2020 was canceled due to the pandemic. Uh, there was a, the Sunbelt wrap was Georgia State in 2019. They were a 14, the year before that a 15, the year before that a 15. 
but I think the Cajuns are projected to be a 14th seed. And of course, whether you like it or not, now is the time to start, or at least next week, will be the time to start rooting for, for Louisiana. Because what happens? Well, it's all about your financials. I can root for a team if, that I don't like if there's money on the line. <laughs> and every team that picks up a win, for every game you play in the NCAA tournament, you get a win share. And that money is, is actually, it, it does not necessarily go to the team. It goes to the conference. And then the conference decides how that money is distributed. Now, there's not a certain way set by the NCAA that a conference has to disperse those winnings. And I honestly don't know how the Sun Belt goes about splitting up the pie. You would think that if the Cajuns are able to go out and get a win, that they would get a bigger win share for doing the heavy lifting. But there's nothing that says they have to. So it could be so it could be a situation where the conference splits up that extra money. Fourteen different ways. And it's a significant amount of money. It's somewhere in the neighborhood. Each win share is somewhere in the neighborhood of like one point seven, one point eight million dollars. So you get one win share just for that first game you play in, but if you play another one, you know you get to add to that. So again, it's not not the worst thing in the world to root a little bit for the Raging Cajuns next week. Uh, if they end up at a 14 seed, that would be, I mean, that'd probably be fine. This was a better year for the Sun Belt than we've seen. I, I didn't actually go back and look at this, so I hope I'm not giving you wrong information like I did earlier with the NBA suspension numbers. But uh, they did say on the broadcast last night during that championship game that if you go back to, to Sun Belt tournament time last year, there was not a single Sun Belt team that was ranked in the top 100 of the net rankings. Not a single blessed one but this year there's four so that's that's different the league took a step forward there's some things the league can continue to do to take step forwards namely uh you know change the schedule cut out those non-d1 games or at least cut the number down to to one allowed as opposed to three that's going to help your strength of schedule but we'll see We'll see what happens next for the league. Of course, uh, the most important thing that could happen would be for this league to just continue to win, and that includes the NCAA tournament. That will certainly raise perception. But that's going to be on the Cajuns, and we'll have to wait until Sunday to see where they fall in the bracket. Let's check up here. I have not checked. I know there is another... Uh, another champion crowned last night. So I haven't checked today who else punched their tickets for the big dance. Ah, and it looks like I've got, unfortunately, the wrong link pulled up. So I'm not 100% sure. I think it was maybe the SoCon that crowned their champ last night. So we'll continue to look around on that and see what we can, we can find out. Uh, yesterday on the show, we talked a little bit about Kennesaw State who had a is going to the NCAA tournament just a couple years removed from a 1 in 28 record. But they won the A-Sun with a 67-66 win a couple nights back over Liberty. And there's actually a really great write-up about Kennesaw State in The Athletic today, not just about the Owls and their coach, but also about the players. It was Terrell Burden that hit the game-winning free throw in that win over Liberty. And that was a young man that had not a single Division One offer 
out of high school. He is he, he clocked in at about a whopping five foot ten. And come on now, you know if he's listed at five foot ten that he's not five foot ten. But a good story for him as well. That's that again is is so far my favorite story in, in terms of the big dance, although we'll start adding a lot of additional stories soon once more tickets are punched. So that should happen in no time at all. 9303776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Let's check in with Davy Jones. How are you? All right. Uh, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you what What do you guys think about uh, what they're going to do about this John uh, Mar- uh, Moret thing? Uh, I'm I'm hoping he can get back to playing basketball and being himself and everything. So I'm thinking if he gets this time off and everything uh, to collect himself, I do you think he he could he could be uh, a lot better than he than he started? Well, I mean the basketball is not the issue. He's a great player, and and he's could he get better? Sure, but not that much better because he's already fantastic there's there's no issues with his on the court play it's the fact okay. that it's the fact that off the court he makes bad decisions and because okay. of that now you've got to go through an nba investigation you've got to go through a police investigation so we won't know okay. anything about about his future until those investigations wrap up that's what i was uh trying to get to i'm talking about his off the court uh situations and stuff because uh, i know how good he is on the court, but mm-hmm. I mean, how do you think? How do you guys think? Um, uh, what do you guys think about the rest of the team and everything? Do you guys think the rest of the team is with him, going through this, trying to help him, just like the coach is, or do you think he's gonna he's gonna have some players turn 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 away from him? What do you think? No, I I think that you know one, I think they're that's a really young team. I think his teammates have his back, assuming he takes steps to fix his behavior. Now, if he keeps on making mistakes and keeps on putting this team's success in jeopardy, then, yeah, he probably will have some teammates turn on him. But right now, I would imagine that he's got the support of all the guys in in that locker room to hopefully uh, deal with what he needs to deal with away from the team. Okay, do you think that uh, when he uh, gets himself straight, uh, you think that uh, Coach is going to ask him to – to not do this anymore because oh, I'm if sure. he does it, yeah, that, if he does look, they it, already if, had. If he does it anymore, he's he's is he history or something? It wouldn't be that he would be be history. I mean, he's locked into a, a pretty good contract there. The issue would be that if he continues to make off the court mistakes, he could possibly be punished by the commissioner and be suspended for multiple games. So that's kind of what the concern level is. And and the Grizzlies would not have any control over that. If the commissioner decides to suspend him, he gets suspended. Well, I I heard yeah I heard that uh somebody said uh uh somebody said somebody said uh that uh he was already suspended for like what two games? Yeah, he has stepped aside for at least two games. So yeah, um, and I don't know it was yeah he's he's out for at least two games. Uh, the second of those two is tonight, but it kind of sounds like he's going to be away for longer. Who uh, who you think uh, can uh, step up to take his place, even though that. If they real young and everything, uh, do you think some of the backcourt people can, or do you still think some of the front 
front court people can. Well, I mean, they've got a, a great backup point guard in Tyus Jones. And in the past, when we've seen Ja get hurt, other guys have been able to step up and, and fill in his role. But it's one thing to step in and, and you know, be able to step up when a guy's out for five or six games. The Grizzlies are more than capable of that. They have a roster that can do that. The concern is if this turns into like a 20-game suspension or if he gets suspended any all for the playoffs, and then uh, the Grizzlies will still fight through it, but they won't be able to be a team that contends. Oh, I hope not, boy, because I'm thinking the Grizzlies can go all the way, though. I mean, or, or I'm thinking the Grizzlies can win more games with him than without. Oh, well, certainly. Yeah, he makes that team a ton better. Okay, uh, how about uh, Arkansas uh, football? Uh, are they doing any better? I have no idea. Uh, I'm guessing, uh, I think their spring camp starts on Thursday, so uh, then then they'll have more information that comes out. David, we got to take a break. We appreciate the phone All call right, today. Then. We'll see you. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we do. We need to step aside. We'll be back right after this for more on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Use part of your expected tax refund as a down payment and drive away today. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included, which is free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us your pay stub, and we'll use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into the car, truck, or SUV you need. So stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium in Jonesboro, or neacartoday.com. Just say yes. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. Think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol. And so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday. And I got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, Head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, 
is exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Uncle Sam? You just turned 18, right? It's time to register at SSS.gov. Excuse me? It only takes a minute, and it makes you eligible for student aid and millions of federal jobs. Plus, well, it's every man's responsibility. What do you say? Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Here's my quill. Um, I'll just use my phone. SSS.gov, right? Yeah. Be the man. Register with the Selective Service System today at SSS.gov. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. About 10 minutes out from a conversation with the voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. In the meantime, today you can weigh in with us on the Ride Fiber Hotline by Ritter, Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price. You can check availability for your area at ridefiber.com. 9303776, the number to weigh in there. We're asking you today on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your level of interest in the baseball classic? Uh, Well, Austin is excited. He says baseball always gets my attention. Solid 8 out of 10. Jim just throws out a one without comment. <laughs> we did get uh, did get uh, an, an answer from A-State Nation as well. Saying, quote, my interest is high. It's baseball and it's not spring training games. Uh, speaking of spring training, of course, there's still plenty of that going on. The Cardinals uh, right now playing the Detroit Tigers. It's the top of the fifth. The Birds trailing four to one. The only... Uh, thing going on today for the birds. Nolan Gorman hit a home run in the top of the second. So that's really been the only story with the offense. Just three hits on the day for the birds. Of course, one of those did come from Jordan Walker. Uh, did not go very far. It was actually an infield single. But, I mean, that guy's pretty amazing. So I'm interested to see what he does in the rest of today's game. Unless the Cardinals kind of start putting together a little bit of a surge here, probably will not see him this inning. So we'll throw out another Jordan Walker update before we get out of here today. Yesterday, the Cardinals were able to improve to 6-3 and three in spring training with a 7-1 to one win over the Astros. The encouraging note from yesterday was the fact that Jack Flaherty and Steven Matz both pitched and Flair stuck out, uh, struck out five over three innings. Matz just pitched for three innings. He struck out four. So you really need to be able to count on those guys this year, especially if there's any kind of, of hang-up on, on what Adam Wainwright can do this year. Now, really... 
you know, thankfully there have not been hardly any items of concern that have came out from spring camp. But Adam Wainwright's had some velocity issues. And considering that he wasn't exactly throwing gas last year to begin with, I mean, that can, that, that's a concern. You need him healthy for your rotation the Cardinals, because the Cardinals did nothing to strengthen that rotation. Just hope that everybody would, would get healthy and, and stay healthy. So they would able to be so that they would be able to contend this year. So yeah, a healthy Flaherty, a healthy Matt. Both of those guys are competitive and pitching well. I mean, that's that's huge. But of course, like everything else right now in spring training, it is a minuscule sample size. And of course, it's going to be fairly hard to really judge well, honestly, anybody's statistics over the next few weeks because so many different teams have so many key pieces that are out of camp right now due to participating in the World Baseball Classic. Again, the Cardinals have 13 guys from the Major League roster that are currently not with the team. Now, it's always a little difficult to take really good data from from spring training anyways because you never know if your guy just hit a 470-foot home run off a guy that could potentially be an MLB starter, or if it's a guy that is probably going to spend 90% of the season at AAA. I mean, unless you start significantly diving deep into the stats, sometimes it's hard to get a a clear picture of what your team did at spring training and and what uh, your key players look like. But, again, right now, I guess, so far, so good for the Birds. And uh, good news yesterday regarding those two pitchers. I guess Nolan Gorbin is two for two today. So that's good to see. As the Cardinals uh, still trailing Detroit four to one in the top of the fifth. Of course, full slate of spring training baseball going on. At least right now in Florida, the game's going on in the Cactus League. You're not going to start up until later on this afternoon. In fact, a little bit after we get off air, but. Still uh, pretty much everybody at it today. Again, we'll uh, we'll let you know if, if anything cool happens with Jordan Walker <laughs> in this game. Not that you would miss, miss, miss it to begin with, since it seems like every time he makes contact, there's uh, a million tweets and updates and everything else about it. Been impossible not to tune in for what that guy is doing very quickly. He has become the must-see TV story of the Cardinal Spring Camp. Uh, But I tell you what, uh, we need to table that conversation for a little bit and hit pause. Because when we come back, we're going to be joined in studio by voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders. One of the best parts of my job is hearing from our customers. Hi, this is Robbie Forkham from Jonesboro, Arkansas. Our experience with Roof Raiders was top notch. They did a thorough inspection and explained exactly what needed to be done to fix our problem. Then they followed through with the plan to repair a chimney area where others had failed. No more leaks and we couldn't be happier with their work. Locally owned with fast, reliable service, we're ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. 
Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection, 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085, or online at roofraiders.com. Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. If you're craving a sweet, delicious, mouth-watering treat, head to Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro. Crumble's cookie menu rotates weekly. Hey, Charlotte, tell us about the flavors we can savor this week at Crumble. This week's Crumble specials are blueberry crumb cake, ultimate peanut butter, dark dream, cookie dough, classic pink sugar, and of course, their signature milk chocolate chip. Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the Crumble Cookies app or go to crumblecookies.com. You'll eat every last crumb. Imagine a disease that affects more than 10 million Americans. More than AIDS, Parkinson's, ALS, MS, and muscular dystrophy combined. Yet few know its name. Some years ago, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And after surgery, she developed lymphedema, LE, a cruel and chronic disease affecting 10 million Americans that occurs when the lymphatic system is compromised, leaving one with a lifetime of severe swelling and pain. What we found out later is its severity might have been lessened or possibly even prevented if only we were better informed. That's why I'm urging anyone facing cancer treatment to get educated. Talk to your doctor. Make it part of your cancer conversation. And if you have LE, share your story. With patients and doctors working together, we can learn and live. Learn more at lymphaticnetwork.org. If you talk they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. So don't they you can do it if you try. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan still with you. We brought in Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, solely so he could just do play-by-play for Loyola Chicago and, and St. Joe's. So uh, I hope you're ready for that. You know, I haven't done my prep for this game. <laughs> oh, but, really? Uh, 
it did get my attention walking in here, seeing that you had you had brought in a TV. So it looks good in here. I like it. I have to get my game face on for next Thursday, which is going to be absolutely hands down the most worthless show of the year, where I just do nothing but yell loud noises because there's NCAA tournament That's games right. on TV. Nobody gets anything done on that. No, no. It's not just here. It's it's nobody's nobody's going to be listening to me anyway. It's the most worthless work <laughs> day of the year. It is. Uh, tied only by the next day, which is Friday, when games also <laughs> tip off at 11 o'clock on the morning. So, um, yeah, We'll have the, uh, the TV on across the way yeah. about 11 o'clock, and everybody in the office will be drifting in there every couple of minutes and watching games. With the exception of those who bring, like, their tablets and just sit at their desk. And watch it. Nobody's doing anything <laughs> next week. So uh, fun, fun days ahead. we got a little time to kill between now and and then though it's a fun time of year it is a fun time of year and i, I know it was a, a fun trip to pensacola uh, a little bit bummed that it didn't last just a little bit longer for arkansas state men's basketball but overall seemed like uh you know the the red wolves were able to wrap up the season at least with one win down there well, they played hard i mean this team you, you can say a lot of things about it and you know the the issues that it had throughout the course of the year but one thing you could never ever question was the effort i mean those the players that were available um just absolutely played their hearts out and left everything on the floor and uh, it, it was a fun couple of games down there and seeing them play so well against coastal carolina in the first round was was a lot of fun watching them hit 14 threes and seeing yeah. a guy like marquise davis in his final two games as a red wolf play maybe his best two games as a Red Wolf in those two games um, down uh, down in Pensacola. So I, I thought uh, I thought the team played extremely hard. You could tell they wanted it. I know they were absolutely devastated after what happened uh, against Troy. But, yeah, it, I mean, you can say a lot about the season. And, you know, whatever, whatever you say is, is your opinion. It's fair, uh, most likely. But, yeah. Uh, uh, but I just hated it for those guys because they did uh, they did give everything they had. The season ended on a sixty three fifty nine loss to to Troy, a game that was back and forth early on in the second half. We saw a state kind of surge a little bit and get out on top, and then at at the end of that game, to me, it just kind of looked like a state physically just did did not have a lot left. Yeah, unfortunately, it reminded you a lot of the game here in Jonesboro yeah. two weeks before when the Red Wolves had a, a ten point lead midway through the second half and couldn't hold on and and uh, you know up twelve in this one with a little under nine to go and yeah just uh, there there was that sequence there where Troy had a four point possession uh, they had hit a free throw then. Uh, missed the next, then end, ended up getting a three. They get it down to eight. Then they come back down and get it to six. And, and I mean, it, it happened just like that. And all of a sudden, Troy's back in the ball game. And I thought, you know, the biggest thing about that game was uh, offensive rebounding. Troy just uh, they, they killed us on the offensive glass. And you know, it uh, you know credit Troy. I mean, they were a good team. They won twenty games for a second straight year. But uh, I, I thought that. It, uh, it it was uh, hard to watch those guys go down, especially after they had fought so hard. But uh, a good effort down in Pensacola, just hate the way it ended. 
you've already touched on this a little bit, but I mean, is your lasting takeaway from the 22-23 season kind of the, the perseverance of this team or, or is it something else that's going to stick with you for a little bit? Yeah, perseverance, just the, the injuries. Um, you know, what I'm going to remember is Caleb Fields. I mean, <laughs> I, I've never seen a guy uh, go down so many times and just keep getting back up and – just the amount of times he was wincing throughout the the season when he when he went down and and hit that that left arm and you know every time he hit that that fractured wrist it was swelling he was in enormous pain and even in the coastal game I thought well that's it he's done that that's finally finally it for yeah. Caleb he won't come back from this and what do you know he's back yeah. the very next game but uh just uh, extraordinary, uh, the perseverance that, that he showed, this entire team did. Uh, there was a stretch of time where we uh, we had six scholarship players available on this team. So, um, yeah, they, they, they went through a lot. I think I'm just going to remember the, the adversity this guy, the, this team had to try to fight through, and it was, it was so much to try to overcome. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, here with us in studio. And I've been meaning to ask you this, and I keep forgetting, what is, is Caleb Fields going to have to have surgery in the offseason? I mean, what do you – is oh, it yeah. just re- – okay. Yeah, what is I, what is the plan to, to try and get him healthy so there's more basketball in yeah, the future? Yeah, surgery's, uh, surgery's got to be a next step for Caleb. And then uh, I think I think he wants to come back and, and play his final year of eligibility. And, look, he's already in the top 20 in scoring. I think he's fourth on the career assist list right now. So he has a chance to, to move up the ranks uh, quite a bit by the time he's out of here. A lot to look forward to next year with with the future for that team, especially you know two talented freshmen we got to watch uh, Terrence Ford, who I still think was the freshman of the year in the Sun Belt, even though he didn't technically win the Terrence award. Terrence Ford was not happy at no. all about uh, about not being named freshman of the year, and you know what? He had the the perfect response. He came out and yeah. he showed everybody that hey, you know I I think I should have been freshman of the year and and. Uh, you could tell that he was playing with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and it was fueling him in those games in the tournament. And I think he showed that he is clearly somebody to be reckoned with over the course of the next few years. You told us that when we talked to you last week from, from the beach at Pensacola and uh, you also wasn't on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) The hotel was on the beach, but I wasn't on the beach. When we talked to you then, you know, you mentioned that, that, the conversation you had with Ford about that, but we also asked you at the end of that conversation, you know, who you had your eye on there in terms of the other teams. And you, you quickly threw out South Alabama and they made you look pretty smart. Although ultimately it was the the Cajuns that are going to come out of the bell. Yeah. They, um, they were the hottest team going in and they had an enormous amount of talent, you know, especially with their, uh, their seniors and Isaiah Moore and Kevin Samuel, and they were playing really well at just the right time. And, you know, when they knocked out the top seed Southern Miss, you thought, well, I mean, they've got a chance of winning this whole thing now. And, um, you know, I think it came down to uh, the team that hit shots when they had to last night and uh, was was watching that game and had our buddy Jay Walker synced up to it and yeah. listening to his uh, broadcast uh, for the Cajuns. And, and uh, you know, good for them. I, I think that uh, – Coming into the season, you thought that the the Cajuns were probably one of the the top couple of teams, talent wise, they were, and uh, you know they they earned it last night. It was a good ball game, good showcase for the Sun Belt. 
No doubt, and uh, hopefully the Cajuns it look like they're going to be about a 14 seed, so that would be a little bit of a higher seed than, than the Sun Belt has had over the past couple of years, so that would be yeah, good news for Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's even a, a 13. I don't know about a 12, but, I mean, they are a top 100 RP, mm-hmm. you know, RPI. I think they're maybe 89 or 90 at this point, so depending on what comes out of the other leagues, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're, they're higher than 14. Of course, the Red Wolves will have a trip to Lafayette uh, in a couple weeks on, on the baseball field. That's going to be their conference opener. But in the meantime, uh, you were able to roll back into town Friday, so you got to call some A-State baseball. Your thoughts on the way they played against Missouri State? Missouri State's a good team. They they play um, they play very much like a major league team does, which was uh, very interesting in the fact that they are all or nothing. Uh, home runs and strikeouts and very little small ball, which hasn't always been Missouri State's M.O. I mean, it's just one of those, uh, I guess that's the makeup of their team this season. And uh, I thought that uh, there were two good games on Saturday. Unfortunately, we came up short in both of them. And then Sunday, a very exciting game and uh, able to win a game that, quite frankly, we would not have won last year in the way that, uh, that that game uh, played out so I, I thought our guys showed some uh, resiliency after uh, taking a six-run lead uh, and seeing it evaporate and then coming back and and taking the lead again and, and being able to hold on those last couple innings I, I think uh, was a was a nice step for this team so uh, to be sitting here at seven and five 12 games in I mean uh, we've seen some uh, we've seen some significant improvement yeah. in a lot of ways from last year. 12 games, of course, like it's a small sample size. Anytime you're talking about any team in college baseball right now, you're kind of using a small amount of data. But as you mentioned, this team is clearly better than it was at this point in time last year, at any point in time last year. Where where do you see the most improvement? Well, I don't know if I can narrow it down to just one area. I, think, yeah. I see it better in, in every phase. Uh, this is a team that's uh, hitting, you know, close to 300 right now. Um which is great. Uh, I mean, they're second in the nation in doubles as a team. Uh, that's uh, that's fantastic. The fact that we're getting so many extra base hits, um, pitching wise, you you have more depth. Um, I, I was I was thrilled, and, and still you're shorthanded in the bullpen right now. You know, we're missing two of our more valuable arms in the pen, and Austin Brock. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. And then Kevin Wiseman wasn't available this weekend in that closer role, but it was it was so awesome to see a Brooklyn guy yeah, like Jake Algy come in and, and do what he did and uh, had a, a two-inning save, retired all six batters he faced against the top six in the order uh, on Sunday. So I couldn't have been more thrilled for him and and what he did. So that, that does show you've got a little bit of depth in the pen now. But here's a stat that uh, – That'll kind of blow you away a little bit, uh, and I know how much you love stats, but uh, going into Sunday, now we didn't turn one the other day, but through 11 games, we had turned as many double plays as we did the entire season last year. There were 10 double plays turned in 49 games last year, and we had turned 10 through the first 11 games this season, now 12 games, but... uh, and that's, uh, I think, top three in the conference right now. So the fact that you can do that now defensively, I think, uh, you know, makes your pitching staff a lot better. Uh, you know, we didn't 
commit an error in the last two games of yeah. that series over the weekend, which, um, you know, is uh, is extremely encouraging. So that's something that that we really didn't see a lot of last year, where you, where we did go back to back games uh, without committing an error. That defense was was a major issue as well. So um, I think this better this team is better offensively, defensively, and on the bump so far. Coming up this weekend, it'll be three against Eastern Illinois. Mm-hmm. What kind of challenge is that going to be for A-State? Well, I think you you just want to go into conference on a positive note. This is the, the final non-conference uh, series before league play, or non-conference weekend series before conference play begins. So, um, yeah, I think it's important to – to win a series, I think it'd be great to to take at least two this weekend at home, and uh, we still do have a, the game against UCA mm-hmm. next Tuesday, and then after that, uh, you get ready to go into to Lafayette, which is always a big challenge. But but uh, you know, who knows what we've got to deal with weather-wise this this yeah. weekend? I know we've got rain forecast Saturday and Sunday. I would expect a, a decision to be made by tomorrow as far as uh, how they're going to rearrange things for the weekend and uh, they can always start a doubleheader on Friday at noon well you know that would be my suggestion but um, we'll see Tommy Raffo are you listening paging Tommy (laughs) (laughs) Raffo I I think we'd all be fine with that especially you yeah I'd be I'd be okay with it by the way next Tuesday Bark at the Park for you yeah just uh, so I will continue continue to uh, mention that um, early and often leading up to I know Crash is excited. He is a mess. Uh, what else was I going to mention? Oh, you talked baseball this week on the podcast as well. You you were talking yesterday before this podcast was even released about how great of a conversation it was uh, to me, but you know, make sure and tell yes, our listeners yes, that as yes. well. Um, I encourage everybody to check out this interview uh, we did with John Hoskin. And John is one of our catchers. He's from Stuttgart. Uh, he's... He's playing really well right now, and uh, actually he, he started the game Sunday and uh, had a couple of hits, uh, doing a really good job behind the plate, but uh, his story's pretty amazing. Uh, was in a really bad car accident, uh, severely injured in a car accident about a year and a half ago. He and his girlfriend both, uh, she's a student athlete as well, and uh, it's it's a miracle. Uh, he's here, period, and... Uh, pretty pretty amazing he's back and playing baseball again and uh you know just uh got to hear his story and everything he's gone through from the accident itself to the rehab process to uh you know just having a appreciation that probably wasn't there before um yeah a different perspective than most people uh will ever have so uh he really opened up and enjoyed that conversation but uh encourage everybody to check that out uh that second to none podcast out now okay available wherever you listen into your podcast thanks for hanging out today salty absolutely well let you go unless you want to do any more loyola St. Well, Joe's it's actually it's i mean it's halftime so oh, okay although there almost was in a, a, a like a half court heave right at the buzzer that would have been really cool i might would have yelled a little bit but it it i mean it clanked off the rim ultimately so much ado about nothing all right keep me updated on i I absolutely will i will text you play by play in our final segment of today's show (laughs)
but we do need to step aside and uh, and take a break before we get into the last segment. I hope you keep it right here with us for more of the Workday Red Zone after this on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. I'm Bob Moore, president of Moore Air Conditioning. We are a rapidly growing HVAC company looking to hire passionate and motivated team members. We are hiring for multiple positions with competitive pay. So if you have the desire to help people and are ready to be part of a family, not just a job, apply today. Don't wait. Call 870-336-2023 to apply or find out more about our open interview days. Outlet has the new quality in-stock products you need to keep your project on time and the prices to keep you on budget. Refresh your bath with the Denmark Solid White Vanity, including a marble top and 3-inch backsplash, just $214 each. Add a Geneva freestanding bathtub, value priced at $899 each. Visit your local 100% employee-owned home outlet for the guaranteed lowest price on the products you need to reimagine your bath space. Or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Let's talk about America, not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. It doesn't take a brain surgeon to know ticks suck. But what you might not know is that they don't just suck blood way out in the woods. Those creepy little bugs can be anywhere, all year long. And I do mean little. They can be smaller than the head of a pin. But big trouble comes in these small, gross packages. Even a tiny tick can make you super sick. So what's the most important tip to avoid getting bit? Well, duh, pay attention. Remember, ticks can be just about anywhere outdoors. Then spray attention with an EPA-registered insect repellent. 
Wearing long socks and other protective clothing is a good idea, too. When you come back inside, shower. And always remember, check for ticks everywhere. And if you do get a tick bite, don't panic. Tell an adult. And visit TickSuck.org to learn how to remove it properly. Ticks suck, but being outdoors shouldn't. Go to TickSuck.org for more information. TickSuck.org. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It is the home stretch on today's show. I forgot to ask. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, our KavanaughCars.com question. So, shame on me. Maybe we'll we'll follow it up on it. Follow up on that next week. But uh, if you want to get in on the discussion, we're asking you today on a scale of 1 to 10, what is your level of interest in the World Baseball Classic? That question brought to you by KavanaughCars.com, which, of course, is a one-stop shop. Uh, for your car buying needs. Uh, they've got the full inventory. They've got all of the other information and, and other things, steps you got to go through to be able to buy a car. That's all available online as well. So you can head to KavanaughCars.com, go through their inventory, find the perfect ride for you, whether it's brand new or just new to you. Then you can get a pre, pre-approved for your financing, find out what your trade-in is worth. You can actually even buy the car online. But you've Got to take that first step and go to KavanaughCars.com. I probably, like, I, I want so badly to talk myself into being hyped up for this. There's so many great players playing. There's so many players from my team playing. I mean, you got 19 Cardinals uh, in terms of players all day from the Major League and Minor League rosters that are going to be here. Yadier Molina is coaching Team Puerto Rico. Like, I so want to be invested in this. And right now, I'm just not. I'm, like, at a two. I'm hoping by the time Team USA... Uh, gets play underway on Friday that I'll be able to talk myself into, or actually it's Saturday when Team USA will be on the field for the first time. Maybe by then I'll be able to talk myself into like a five. We'll see. Maybe. Hopefully. (laughs) Uh, Checking in on some other news and notes before we get out of here. A little bit of news from from the NFL. Of course, uh, today is an important decision day for managers of NFL rosters across the country. Got to figure out what you're doing there. But uh, there are also some big free agent conversations going on. And even retirement conversations going on. There was a, a news blurb that dropped yesterday in the afternoon that said that uh, from the NFL Network's Rich Eisen that Brady Tom Brady could potentially unretire once again, to join the Miami Dolphins. Of course, you flash back to March of 2022 when Tom Brady unretired after a whopping 40 days and returned to the Tampa Bay Bucks. It was probably not the best season. He did not have a good year. The Bucks did not have a good year. Um, they made it to the playoffs. It was really, really ugly. But Tom Brady has commented on that report and refuted that report saying, quote, Anyone who thinks I have time to come back to the NFL has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. Apparently, the Brady family recently adopted two Siamese mix kittens. And now that Brady is a cat dad, I guess that's 
keeping him too busy to do that whole football thing again. We'll see, though. We'll see. Hey, that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. A big thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, who joined us in studio just a uh, segment ago. If you missed that chat, you'll be able to find it coming up later this afternoon at 953thetickets.com. In the meantime, keep it here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning, excuse me, for the front row at Budro, front row with Budro at 7, RWRC Radio at 10, and the Workday Red Zone will return tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. We'll be live on site in Arkansas State for Spring Camp Eve. But have a great, great day.